0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your presence and I hope you're having a great day. Thank you for joining us um, again one more time. and. Uh, Absolutely, we're going to get right down to it so that we don't miss out on anything. This is going to be a great episode, as I promised. The episode is on something that is, uh, that is historical and it is related to the Turkey earthquakes. So the question here, and the episode is based on the question, what um, um, volcanic or earthquake event resulted in the birth of Islam? Um, And that's very important, okay? Because the birth of Islam, Islam was born out of a volcanic event, uh, an earthquake, um, a seismic event, okay? Very important, um, very, very important. So that is important for you to know. And what is the event? It, 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 It affected everything in the Middle East. So I've done an episode on this already. But I'm going to do it again, because this, uh, in light of the Turkey earthquakes, you need to know very, very well what happened and how uh, you can get to know history. So the earthquake or the volcanic event, because this was a volcanic eruption, was in 536 AD. So 536 AD, the volcanic eruption uh, resulted in the birth of the Islamic political movement. Okay, from which we get the now supposedly religion of Islam. So a cataclysm that I keep coming back to. The 536 AD volcanic eruption that researchers have still not been able to pinpoint its exact location. The volcanic winter it produced left a botanical mark on tree rings besides the collapse of multiple empires of its time. By this, by this time, the religions of Christianity and Judaism were well on their way in the Middle East. The original exodus from Egypt and the traditions that have become laws uh, to overcome a pandemic um, um, were by then institutionalized. Why do I mention this event? Well, it's a catalyst for the changes to come. Remember this date, 536 AD. Very, very important. Again, darkness fell and a new era of dark ages commenced all over the world. In Europe, the debt toll by some accounts reached 50 million people. Just like the COVID crisis, Europe, where every merchant passed through the trade and commerce, became the epicenter of the problem. The cold weather did not help in dissolving this disease. What do you think went through the minds of people living in and around the Levant? They were the middle ground for three continents, Africa, Europe, and Asia. Everyone had to pass through the Levant commerce would have come to a near standstill, especially with Europe being the epicenter of the pandemic. They still had to survive. The only people who would have had the knowledge and the historical memory of the last massive cataclysm along with the survival tactics in this region were the descendants of the Israelites who survived the volcanic eruption and the subsequent earthquake in the Sinai Desert. Okay, um, a little less than 100 years after 53680, it came in handy. At that time, in around 62280, the people of the book—that is, the first five books of Moses—that is the book they're talking about—and some of the Hebrew tribes were located around Yathrib, now Medina. The pandemic had encompassed everybody, uh, and would have created havoc. Islamic Historical sources say that the Arabs of all backgrounds were bearing infants, infant children alive. Islam says that it was around this time that the Prophet, 610 AD, received the first revelation of God. In a context of a pandemic where the locals had no way of surviving, no medical assistance, no food, no possibility of commerce due to fear of transmitting or contracting the plague, they were in a dire situation. Now remember, look at the Turkey earthquakes you're seeing on TV. This is exactly what happened in this region. Now, the 536 AD earthquake, we don't know where it happened, but the overflow Affected this region of the Levant very, very much. Okay? A big, big time. Uh, imagine that now we have countries coming from all over the world to help Turkey. There was no countries back then. There was no help. Buildings fell, diseases, corpses lying about the place, the food chain collapsed, and, and infectious diseases spread. So if any child from a tribe or clan contracted the virus in that time, their only option would be to kill the child to save the rest of the local tribes. Um, infant, infanticide was a way of overcoming the pandemic to prevent transmission. Either that, or they would have to abandon the child in the desert. While I'm not agreeing with their actions, it has to be taken in the context of the pandemic that occurred during that time. Just, giving, just thinking of those times gives me goosebumps. The pain, the trauma, and the people of those times who would have... Who would have to go through just to survive? So how did they manage to go through it? Well, Yathrib. There were three or four main camps. Okay, so that's very important to know. Islam starts in Yathrib, uh, which is today Medina, um, and and uh, now it it yeah sorry, Islam starts in Yathrib, which is now Medina, and they were t- um hebrew tribes in that area okay so it's very very important to understand that area and what um happened around there so muhammad is in uh in Med- in mecca but the yatrib, yatrib tribes are in um in yatrib or medina and when he leaves mecca and comes to Medina is when Islam starts, 622 AD. But before I go through there, okay, I just want you to know what a pandemic is. So you have the volcanic eruption that we have today, and from that volcanic eruption, it interrupts a food chain, it inter- interrupts the um, the chain of um, the human chain, and there's pan- there is Cops is all about the place. Uh, people are dead. Uh, they have to leave it there. They cannot remove uh, the copses. They cannot r- remove the big uh, boulders from the the the. Um the collapsed structures um, and they have to just desert the place, okay? And this pandemic spreading across the board. Also, uh, 536 AD, they think this was not just an earthquake, it was also a volcanic eruption, okay? Very, very important uh, because the reason being is um, they, uh, researchers in. in um, In Europe, uh, I think one particular Irish gentleman, I'm not sure if it's Irish or British or Scottish, he uh, was a tree researcher and he found barks of trees from an ancient tree, okay, uh, form around the time of 500. And he realized that the rings of the tree tell you the dates of the tree, okay, and what happened during that era because every ring is formed by a season, a season, uh, oxygen is supplied, the tree grows and grows and grows and you can tell the, the, the amount of oxygen the tree has got, uh, the growth the tree has spurred. But this particular year, that 536, there was no there was no gap between the tree rings. And that means that the trees did not grow. So he researched this and he found, tried to get more da- tree data uh, from other regions of Europe. And he realized that the same event, the same tree ring, the same um, thing happened with tree box or um, tree mat- material from trees uh, from this time. And he realized that this must have been a massive cataclysmic event. That means a volcanic winter. Because the only way if there's no space, that means the tree hasn't grown. If the tree hasn't grown, that means there was no oxygen supply. and No oxygen supply. That means the sun did not come through. There was a huge volcanic cloud Overcoming that region, which is uh, Europe, and that is the 536 A.D. earthquake, uh, volcanic eruption. The volcanic, what happens is a volcanic winter, uh, is a um, a volcanic ash cloud rising so high in the air that it overcompasses, over encompasses, encompasses the entire region, and for this. Uh, time it encompassed not only Europe, but we know it encompassed um, the Middle East, uh, Mexico, North America, parts of North America, China, and even India. And that's when the Gupta Empire falls down. Remember the Gupta Empire? It falls down exactly at the same time. Uh, and and after that, it's all hell becomes loose, hell comes, uh, you know. Un- is undone and basically we've never got back to where it where we were at that point of time. Then comes the invasion by the Huns, by the by the um, Abrahamic empires the Islamic empires, the Christian empires, the Greeks, blah blah blah. So it never ends. So this is very very important. Now this volcanic eruption would have been either preceded or succeeded by earthquakes, and and this would have brought down this region. So there is no. Um, no help and this region would have then been deserted because you know pandemics are going through and through it's a it's a it's a it's a region which is a uh, a circle, uh, a carrefour, as we say, um, a carrefour. A carrefour is a, a, a junction in life where people have to meet in this area. That means coming from Europe, coming from um, from Asia, coming from Africa. Now, remember the COVID pandemic? Uh, every time you have a big city, because the planes coming in and out, uh, they're bringing people with pandemics and it spread. So they had to close the airports. So what was the big junction, uh, big biggest area where people moved up and down uh, during this time was the Levant, Okay, very important. So how does um, this pandemic spread and what is what happens in a pandemic like this? So an intelligent solution is a simp- very simple concept. Heat is the best remedy for any bacterial illness, especially in its initial stages. All viruses start with a simple concept. A foreign particle or bacteria enters the human body. The body's immune system is configured to naturally detect the bacteria and, and form a defense wall around the particle. All the glands and fluids block around the bacteria and do not allow to integrate into the system the block fluids solidify causing all the fluids around the blockade to accumulate however this becomes septic this causes the body temperature to rise which is natural which is a natural healing process to fight the septic accumulation it signifies the immune system is battling a virus or illness. That is exactly what a patient who contracts any flu or the COVID-19 virus goes through. If you catch this problem early on, you can deal with it really quickly. What needs to be done is dilute the defensive wall created by the immune system, around the bacteria which has penetrated the body. Once this hardened defensive wall is diluted, the accumulated fluids then start flowing through the body. For that to happen, you have to give the the body a dose of heat. One normally covers the body in blankets or puts hot water bag or or on the patient's body or chest like our grandmothers used to do. We also ask the patients to drink hot fluids, tea, and soup. In the desert, this is very easy. You can cover a person in a muslin cloth or a thin cloth and bury the person in the sand, with the exception of the head. The sand forms a heat patch and dilutes the liquids and the fluids that have hardened and becomes. Um, septic. Then you feed the body with liquids and ba- and the bacteria and septic inf- infection just goes through the body normally. In the modern world, we give the patient antibiotics to neutralize the infection. Back in the day, there were no antibiotics. One would imagine, however, there was nothing. There was something else: natural mineral water that originates from a spring or a reservoir or an underground aquifer has, which has specific hygienic features and can assist in healing of ailments and diseases one of the mineral compositions found in natural water is magnesium magnesium is also found in rivers of rainwater it is involved in six uh, it has in It is involved in 600 enzymatic reactions in your body. Magnesium along with vitamin D can cure up to 300 ailments in a human body along with regeneration of various organs. Uh, Vitamin D is produced... in the skin when exposed to light, so the combination of heat produced by the exposure of high sunlight in the desert, along with magnesium found in natural bodies of water, can heal a multitude of ailments and stop the propagation of a pandemic. At source, the ancients knew this. Making sure the people who who were poor or lived in rural areas had this knowledge and facilities was important to those who were most privileged. The elite in cities and the snooty priestly class only looked down on masses as impure if they were not purified in the mikvot of Jerusalem when they came to the temple. Um, Almost 3,500 years later, after the original exodus of, of Moses, no one remembers why it all happened, just in fact that they survived the end of the world. The Hebrews would have believed that if Ever the same catastrophe uh, happened again, which regularly occurred in the Levant. They had a cure, as they survived the worst. For them, the whole planet was the same. This is why they probably did not like the team, who came from across the Aegean Sea. The team were eating pork and non-kosher food. While understanding acts that were against the Torah laws are considered unclean, These laws were supposed to be the only laws of God that had protected the Israelites through many cataclysms when darkness fell literally and metaphorically. Um, The currents that formed the waves, my friend. This is the reason that leprosy is mentioned approximately 40 times in the Old Testament, depending on its interpretation. Call Zarat... In the Old Testament. In biblical times, this concept would include all skin ailments. It is mentioned in Leviticus chapter 13, uh, verses 2 to 3, 45 to 46. Leviticus chapter 13, 1 to um, 59. It talks about how to deal with leprosy. The sick in biblical times were chastised, looked down upon and discriminated against. So if you want to understand what exactly went on in this area, in this region, look at any ancient Roman movies. Ben-Hur, for example. You will see leprosy colonies. These were places in the outskirts of any town where the sick mainly the leprosy or skin ailments would not heal um, now um, and they they were sent to suffer and die so if one if even one person in the tribe was ill the whole tribe had to go to the leprosy colony there were multiple co- leprosy colonies all over the Middle East where people from urban settlements would be disbanded or chased to. The Israelites wanted nothing to isolate themselves, taken that they were chosen by God and especially revealed his commandments to the Torah with ritual purity. The sick were considered those who did not submit to the laws of the Torah or cursed by God. Hence, they had no intention of having, deal, having to deal with them. In Hebrew, the word for sores is makkah, Okay, remember that "makkah" is the word for "soul." It is mentioned in the Hebrew Bible, Isaiah chapter one, verse six, and it says, and I quote: "From the sole of your foot to the top of your head, there is no soundness; only wounds and welts. The open sores, not purifying or bandaged or suited with oil or ointment." Translation the word i want to highlight here is makkah if you go to if you go to biblehub and you type in the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 1.6 and get the Hebrew version and its translation, you will see the word Yumakkah. So that is the word I want to highlight. If the Hebrews were predominant in this region, this means they would have existed encampments in the surrounding areas wherever there were Hebrews. Um, And they were and they and people were afflicted with sores especially during the pandemics and this particular one of the 536 AD volcanic eruption and subsequent earthquake uh now, the people of this area, wherever Hebrews were there, if they were afflicted with sores, uh, people went to distance. People had to distance themselves from these from these uh, people with sores, and they were sent to these leprosy colonies or makkas. To get help from impurity. There were multiple encampments for people afflicted with skin ailments. All known as makkas. The only Makkah today is a former encampment converted into a city. Or Makkah or, or Mecca. In Arabic, Makkah. The same word that comes from the word souls. Here are some of the verses in the Old Testament. Using Makkah. Samuel four, uh, Samuel four was eight, was ten. Um, Uh, Chapter 6 verse 19, chapter 14 verse 30, chapter 19 verse 8, chapter 23 verse 5. Kings chapter 20 verse 21, Uh, chapter 22 verse 35. Jeremiah, um, all this is Old Testament, my friends. Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 18, Uh, chapter 6 verse 7, chapter 14 verse 17, chapter 30 verse 14. Chapter Chronicles, chapter 13, verse 17. Esther, chapter 9, verse 5. Leviticus, chapter 26, verse 21. Numbers, chapter 11, verse 33. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 61. Joshua, chapter 10, verses 10 um, and 20. Judges, chapter 11, verse 33. Judges 15 verses 8 among others. One important note on this concept of leprosy and skin ailments in ancient times was that you were not allowed to use the word or the term for fear of being chastised. It was not supposed to be used in any conversation nor any literature. If this place or encampment was not mentioned as a city anywhere, it's because it was impure. Hence, you will not find the word Makkah in any literature until the 9th century. This is why honor killing would have commenced in earnest. So, to save the honor of the tribe, the sick would have had to be put to death and, and killed for the fear of the entire tribe being sent to Makkah or leprosy colony. On a more wider note, all our ancestors would have passed through this region as we are cyclic. Our cosmic journey means all cycles will pass through geomagnetic centers of the planet, that is Cairo, and then move out in all directions. So all our ancestors would have either to go to this trauma of the Middle East and the Sahara deserts, where they would have discriminated upon others and being discriminated in return, this concept did not start with Abrahamic feudal religions. When the Middle East went desert, what the Abrahamic feudal religions did was institutionalize this concept, and and it just got worse from there. What it produced was tribes and uh, of untouchables. People who fled this region and sought refuge in neighboring lands of the Indian subcontinent and beyond, while to the north they would have sought refuge in Europe, and to the south they would have sought refuge on the African continent. Those who fled the Atlantic Ocean and safe uh, and safety across the seas, integrated into what we call the native peoples of Americas. From this concept, we finally get to know what is known as a city of refuge, where people who have sinned against God can live out the rest of their lives or until are put, they are put on trial. The refugees from this region then would have taken this concept of cities of refuge in Europe and and thereby entered the European narrative and mindset. Over time, this concept was taken by the Europeans to the New World and to the Americas, where the Native Americans who lost the tribal wars were put on reserves. These reserves were direct evolution from cities um, and the Meccas of the Middle East, this concept then inspires a very sick man to conceptualize what is known as the Holocaust and a concept of concentration camps derived all over North America. Camp where 6 million Jews were gassed to death and 65 to 85 million people lost their lives. So that is the outcome of the Makkas and the outcome of uh, the volcanic eruptions in the Middle East, especially that of the 536 AD uh, earthquake. So just thinking of these times gives me goosebumps. And the pain and the trauma that people of those times would have had to go through to survive. So how did they manage it? Well, at Yatrib there were three, four main camps. The descendants of the northern Israelite and Yehud tribes led to the priestly book people trip the sorry, the priestly caste of the people of the book. And I use the word caste because it means lineage over here. The people of the book consider themselves lobbyists of God. Their God has sent down to them the true recipe to overcome any disaster in the desert. So everyone had to submit to their group, self-isolate as per the rules and let their rabbis call the shots. If not, they would be hunted away or in the terms of Torah law, distance themselves from the people of the book and Israelite tribes. Umar being the Umayyad clan of the Quraysh came from a violent household. We had no knowledge of transitioning or knowing what to do in a pandemic situation. All he was able to do was take this unemployed youth, raid caravans that came by, looting wealthy people of the oasis. But he knew he risked getting infected with any virus or plague and traumatized the region. His life and the life of the tribe and descendants were on the line. So with no solution, he allied with the only group who would have experience in this domain, the people of the book. Umar knew he and the unemployed Arabs had to travel outside, outward, for Mecca for food and trade. If not, they would die. However, the pandemic would have killed them. If they allied with the people of the book... Then at least the Israelites had the remedy from God to self-isolate and protect the Arabs like the Sinai. Without this, they would have been without which they would be looking at ex- extinction. The third group was the Ansar or the Arab inhabitants of Medina, who originally helped the Prophet Muhammad uh, and made up the Banu Karaj, Kazraj, and Banu Aus. The fourth group were was Muhammad and his companions the sahaba on the other hand was a merchant sorry on the other hand and he was a merchant who was not in the faction of the first three groups as he would never have got along with the people of the book no one had any love for those people in any case a very successful caravan merchant, Mohammed was, and he belonged to a family that survived the plague in pandemics and still provided for his fellow clan members. He had the knowledge of the water holes and how to deal with the people of that time. He would have known of his Israelite history and the efforts of his ancestors in the Sinai desert because he has the name Hashem, remember, the, the last one of the names of. Um, Muhammad is bin Hashem because he comes from the Hashmat tribe. And Hashem is the Israelite Hebrew word for God. So he's got Hebrew descendants. Uh, hence, all commerce of his time would have been greatly reduced. He would have still plugged on the, to the great dismay of other tribal leaders of the Quraysh who would have been scared of the epidemic. The people of the book, Umar and his followers, had have despised Muhammad as he would be risking his lives and the lives of the entire tribes of the region with a possible transmission of the epidemic of its time. From them, isolation was the only solution. Isolation where the unemployed Arabs would have to submit to the Bet Deen of the El-Ilahi, who would have to share their historical solution, now institutionalized as the faith of God, which we today call uh, Judaism. Muhammad was doing the same as Jesus, using the science and knowledge of the ancients. Omar, whose mother was from the same tribe as Muhammad but another clan, um, would have known that the Israelites had knowledge and experience in this in this regard. So, forming an alliance with them would have been an easy solution compared to that of Muhammad. Thus, Islam came. Be- Islam became submission to the house of Hebrew, which is Bet Din, of Allah or Il Ilahi. Because Ilahi is a Hebrew word. It comes from Elohim or the um, or the word or the suffix El. Okay? El means God, uh, the Almighty, that became El, Elohim, El-Ilahi ilahi, and Ilahi. So the Ilahi was taken, it became Arabic, and the Dean of Allah, Dean of Ilahi, was the Bet Dean of the Hebrew. So, really, they're submitting to the house of the court, uh, because a uh, court of God, and the court in Hebrew is called the house. A God who was going to help them self isolate through a difficult pandemic and save the Quraysh tribe. In return, Umar would provide his unemployed men. Turned warriors as an army for the people of the book to get back to the Temple Mount, while Umar and his unemployed Bedouins were raiding. Muhammad was healing the sick, while the Umayyad clan was stealing and plundering. Muhammad was helping weak the weak, who could not help themselves. While Umayya and the pe- people of the book were taking slaves, Muhammad was offering the Bedouin tribes his support, and the knowledge that came, that that may continue their journey in life and rise above the status quo. He was giving his knowledge of commerce so that they could earn a living while staying safe. Something that would have not gone down with the others. And my dear friend, this finally leads to the plundering and the you know uh, raping and the 10 years of violence by the people of the book, sorry, by Umar, which was... Um, which was it? While which was um, written down as Muhammad did this, and this story of Omar then becomes the base for Islam. And that's how Islam starts with the raping and plundering of the of the region in order for food and power, food and money and 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 power, because they were going through a pandemic, and this pandemic uh, means loss of food, loss of life, loss of everything, and from there you get the concept of Muhammad, um, of of Muhammad. This story then becomes Muhammad's story, and Muhammad's story then becomes the story of Islam in in reality i don't believe that muhammad this is muhammad's story personally i do not think this is muhammad's story okay but this is umar's story that is told as the story of muhammad but anyway islam starts from here from 622 ad and starts with the people of the book who collaborate with uh, muhammad uh, with umar um, and slowly by slowly they rise as, as tribes with power. They control the water holes, uh, the oasis, and that gives them the rise to the kingdom, and that gives them the rise to the empire of Islam. And that's how it, it's, it propagates for a thousand year for hundred years so fast, because this entire region is decimated by the earthquake, the 536 earthquake. Uh, very, very important. And that is important to note. It is the same earthquake and volcanic eruption as um, as Turkey. Hopefully there'll be no volcanic eruption in Turkey, but in those days there was. And if you know exactly, if you read, if you take a look at the earthquake in Turkey, you will know exactly what they went through in Turkey. 53680. So, I will leave you with that. I hope I gave you a lot of history and background. It's very important to know this. I thank you for your time. I ask you to please share it to your friends. Please, please, please share it with at least five friends. Ask them to share it with five friends and go on from there. So, thank you once again. Have yourself a great day and a great week. Cheers.